good in singing, you guys. Here's a good song, though. Anybody that's uh, my generation, Metallica, first concert ever seen was them. Oh, yeah. Alright you guys, so it has been a minute. It has been 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 a long, long minute. Um I do apologize. I hope those of you that have downloaded me this far um haven't given up on me and were expecting um another post of this podcast that I've been trying to do by myself just here sitting you know at my desktop with my keyboard and my two other screens yeah so I have that going on um just want to jump to the point and get going here because like I said, it's been a while. Um, and I want to actually read something that I found and maybe expound on it afterwards. So what I'm going to read you right now is something that I wrote for a story um, storytelling time in L.A., uh, California. And uh, my brother and I went down there. My brothers have always been encouraging of me, whatever I do, you know, pursue, whatnot, poetry, comedy, um, web developer, uh, cybersecurity, <laughs> uh, and sorry about the us. I'm going to stop right now with the us, um, and the ums. So, yes. So my brother went down with me to... LA and there was this thing called the moth I think it's called the moth if you look it up uh, it is let me see I want to look it up right now real quick while I'm here with you guys the moth so the moth is the art and craft of storytelling you guys and they had it in LA where I went and you put your name into a list it's called a jackpot or a, or a luck or is it a jackpot, a lucky pot or a pot? I don't something to that to those terms. And you put your name in there and they pulled out 10 people and those 10 people performed. Uh, and you just have to just come prepared, you know, with the story, which was well, which was what I did. I didn't get a chance to go up on stage. Um, I was kind of bummed about that, but I did get to experience listening to other people, see how it went, you know, and hoping that maybe I can go back one day and tell a story. So the story that they wanted you to tell was something about brokenness and the storm I'm going about to tell you is what I would have performed on stage that night. So if you're still here listening to me 
listening to my voice, I thank you. I really, 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 really bottom of my heart. Thank you that you're even here still listening. I don't know where this is going. I'm just going with it. Uh, I hope to one day my voice be heard around the world in public places. <laughs> a speaker, an actress, a singer, I don't know. Whatever. Whatever the doors open for me. But this is my story here of brokenness, and I hope you enjoy it. So I hope you're sitting back, smoking a doobie, drinking some wine. Um, if you're on other stuff, great. You're here. That's all that matters. I don't care how you got here. Just you're here listening to me now. In the times of our lives, when we are consumed with the day, ins and outs of people, places and things, Something or someone comes in and destroys what was perfect. So we think. Sometimes brokenness has to come in order to break the bottle of our soul. To reframe the structure to make us see life in a new direction. Change through brokenness can heal us or break us down. And we are the one with the power to change life's sails. To do or to uh, life's to change life sales to what is waiting ahead. Sorry about that. Let me let me rephrase that or re-say it again. So change through brokenness can heal us or break us down, and we are the one with the power to change life sales to what is waiting ahead. Life is meant to soar. Life is meant to explore. Life is truly not perfect, but what we do with what breaks us will make us become better human beings. Life is not perfect. And let me, inter- let me reiterate that. I'm going to reiterate that, what I said to reiterate. <laughs> let me reiterate that. But we are truly here to make it a better world to live in with those that surround us. People aren't... Okay, people are meant to come and go. It's golden when we can find life to share with that perfect other or others who accepts our faults and help evolve through life's journey. As the saying goes, if you're looking for love, you will not find it. Love seeks you when you aren't expecting it. Love is without boundaries. Quick history, you guys. I have been married. I have been divorced. I've loved and I've lost. We don't know unless we've experienced bad love to know what good love is. Once I was broken. It was April of 2005, exactly a year later after my high school sweetheart and I broke apart. Together forever, right? After a breaking, after a heartbreaking ordeal and kids involved, life became painful. I made a few bad choices that I have paid for hurtfully, mentally, and soulfully. But this isn't a sad story. (laughs) I was walking down the U one day in Riverside, California. The U is what LA calls their sun strip walking on sunset 
So Sunset Strip, Riverside, The U. Our university is called The U. Back of the day. I don't know what they call it now to you guys. Um, I moved away in 2007. Um, and yeah. So once again, I was walking down The U one day in Riverside, California. As I have, but this particular day, I decided to wave hi to people across the street because I'm friendly. I was thrown back because this guy came over and I wasn't expecting this. Just a simple wave back. But nope, he came over. I thought I just waved, but he came over. He was uh, a young man, about mid 20s, about six foot four, blonde hair, blue eyes. Uh, and lots of unkempt hair, like like crazy in it, his hair. <laughs> uh, mustard yellow sweater suit, a backpack and headphones. That's all I remember. I was 33 then. I panicked as he came over. He asked if I knew him. <laughs> I was like, I explained I was just waving, not thinking anyone would respond. But I'm friendly, you know, so he introduced himself as Will and I was like Mary. Then off into the opposite directions we went, right? Just went off like it was no thing because that's how it was. A lot of people, hey, what's up? Move on, boom, boom, you know, you never saw that person again. And we went off into our opposite directions. Several months later, I saw Will again with the Domino's hat and two King Cobras. Of course, you're thinking he's got alcohol. He's over 21, right? Uh, we exchanged a few words and off to work he went. And I, there where I was off to save the world because I was a Jesus freak. That's a whole nother story, you guys. That We'll save that for another day. Next time was the next time several weeks later. And he was hanging out around a bunch of guys at Food for Less. Now, Food for Less is like a county market out here in the Midwest or Kroger's. You know, if you're in Alabama, it's Piggly Wiggly's or <laughs> um, that one with the P word. I can't remember it right now. Um, so, yeah. So, Food for Less right there on the U. I said hi as I walked by. All these other guys were quick to say, oh my God, he has a girlfriend, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm not trying to be the guy's girlfriend. I was just saying hi, you know, I walked past him, went outside and came out. They were gone, of course. The following week or so, I ran into him like three times in one week. So finally, I was like, hey, here's my number, which I found out later he threw away. <laughs> Later in our relationship, like years and years later, uh, we talked about the event, you know, how we ran into each other and me giving his number, my number. And he said that he threw it away like three times. He threw my number away like three times. But anyways, so long story short, um, he finally called and my kids gave me this message. Some guy named Will called mom. He said you knew where to pick him up. <laughs> now, let me tell you, I guess in our conversation passing, if he was to ever call me, 
Um, he said, you know, that I could pick him up. And I, he told me where to pick him up, and I knew where it was. So I was like, okay. The kid's like, he said you knew where to pick him up. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where to pick him up. That's it. So that was the beginning of our, mm, I guess, our friendship. You have to become friends first, right? Friends or lovers or lovers and friends. I don't know. That's how the story goes. But um, our friendship of two complete strangers, a different walks of life on the you. Which I hope as I continue on my podcast and I get more, more listeners, I will get into that. Because it is a crazy story, you know, but we're not going to go talk about the you and our lives at that time. So we're up to this time. So now I'm picking him up. So he was a young man. Will was a young man with no family, no home, no direction, no purpose, no meaning for life. Just this hate towards God and the world and this guy like steps into our, our lives and when I mean our lives I mean my children I had a 14 year old I had a 6 year old and I had a 4 year old and at that time when he came into our lives our broken home he wasn't looking to be a dad and the kids were weren't were for sure weren't we're going to make it a point to let him know that he's not their dad. I don't know how many times I've heard my kids say that you're not my dad. But my kids weren't expecting anything from him. And he wasn't expecting anything from them, you know. Just kind of showed up. Well, he became my rock. Which my rock, I found out about a month into our relationship, uh... When I was going through his wallet, <laughs> every girl does it um, at some point. And I looked at his ID and I was like, what year is that? Uh, I looked at him. I was like, oh my God. This whole time I thought you were 22. But you just turned 19. <laughs> Here I am, 33. I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, things... Happened for a reason. We've been together for 18 years as I'm telling this story right now. 18 years ago. And here's the story that I'm saying. He became my rock. Will became my rock. He'd watch the little ones as I worked the night shift. And I trusted him. There was nothing in my body that did not trust him. And so did the kids. The kids trusted him. Even though they put him through hell. We knew nothing of each other, but I felt safe when he was there. There's a something that Will just gave, you know, like I felt like he was there to protect me. And come find out later, he did do a lot of protecting, which I didn't know. Which Those are other stories to you guys. So if you stay tuned to me, you know, I will share some of that stuff later. But right now I'm trying to finish this. So, um... Will became my keeper over the next few years. Although what kept us grounded and real with each other is that whenever he went away, uh, which I never knew where he disappeared to, I never asked, 
We had this saying we would say to each other as we left around the corner of the bu- as he left around the corner of the bushes at the end of the block as he vanished. And everyone who knows hip hop or knows Tupac, see you when I see it. If not, that's the end. That was our saying to each other. See you when I see it. If not, that's the end. Like, that's how we lived. That's how he came into our lives. He would go and disappear and come back. Well, uh, years later, of course, I found out what he was doing. Because that's another story. So you got to stay tuned, you guys. I'm giving you tidbits here. I'm giving you giving you cookie crumbs here. <laughs> so stay tuned. So truth is, all we wanted was trust. Trust and love, right? Two basic things in a relationship that you gotta have. You gotta have trust and you gotta have love. And when trust is broken, love is right there behind it. And also, too, you can be broken and love again and learn to trust. And I know a lot of people in relationships, especially if they've been together for a long time, no one, no relationship is perfect, you guys. But if you can forgive and move on and work for the future of your lives and happiness, that's if you want it, it will work out. So our relationship grew. Was there love? Of course there is. But true love? Nah, you guys. Not yet. Not yet. You know? We, we're we complete strangers. Uh, we had to separate several times in our relationship across the states. Months at a time. There has been like three to four months out of the year. You know where we didn't see each other. I was in another state. He was in California. So yeah, we've had to separate several times in our relationship. And my kids came first. That was the first rule I told him when we met. And that I was a Jesus freak. And I turned my life around and lived more years that he was alive. <laughs> I hope you got that. I turned my life around and he and lived more years he was alive. So, <laughs> um, we weren't looking for what we fell into. He had a hate for everything and he accepted my, just going to say it. He accepted my once upon a time, ghetto ass radicalness of a Jesus freak. Cause I was, I grew up in a ghetto. You guys in California, Riverside, every place has a ghetto. All right, that's another story. Stay tuned. I accepted his darkness. I didn't want to change him from hating God and he didn't want to change me for loving Jesus. So it worked. Trust is a hard thing to find in another human being. And our relationships, and our relationships, our relationship, I'm sorry, is not perfect. We've gone through some trialing months and love is kind. Love is patient. 
Love is forgiving. And love covers all things. Forgiveness is for us to heal. And love is for us to give away. What was once broken now became our bond. Our relationship. And that, you guys, was my storytelling for the moth. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. And like I said, I apologize for being away for so long. Um, I'm going to try to make an effort to do more podcasts, especially if I get a good feedback from you guys. And before I go, I want to read this poem that I wrote on this day, which is crazy (laughs) because I love to reflect and this is a reflection of my life from today, September 22nd, 2023. We're just two messed up people dealing with life and all these emotional feelings and somehow, some way, that day the universe chose us to collide. Like WTF! Exclamation point. Love is so much more than lust. It's commitment, trust, acceptance, forgiveness. Eight and a half years later, we still haven't figured it out. One thing I know is I'm in love with you. And I believe we were supposed to meet that day from across the streets. 1226, 2013. And here I add on to this. Here I am, 1226. Three years later, 2016. Writing again. So it took from that time to that time to write again. I know he is my best friend. It is what it is. Has love changed you? Let me know what you guys think. Um, You can follow me on social media, you guys. I know I've got to get a website going. And I think there's some links here. I'm not sure. But um, if you want to look look me up on Facebook, it is MGF1Love. Or if he doesn't come up that way, Mary Jane's Freedom. Uh, another one you can look me up. I do have a blog spot. I'm gonna start doing that as well. Uh, let me see. Instagram. I'm MJF One Love on Instagram as well. So if you want to follow me, see who who I am, uh, see what I look like. <laughs> uh, go ahead. I dare you. All right, you guys, as we as I leave, I'm going to go ahead and finish with this song. And you guys have a wonderful day, wonderful night, wherever you are. It's 3.49 a.m. here in Payne, Illinois. And I'm signing out. Until next time, here I go again.
Just as soon as I belong, it is time to disappear. What are you still doing here? Hang up now. Bye.